was a night of surprises and a shocking double elimination. We have so much to talk about, so stay right there, boy band fans. You don't want to miss a thing. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And I close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. any further um a side comment i should throw out we may do a musical number of less than 60 seconds length in a future week to completely embarrass and humiliate ourselves in front of you uh but i am here with my lovely panel tonight to talk about boy band season one episode six with all of you Yes. Hi, I'm Suzanne Quast. You can find me on social media at Suzanne Quast. And tonight was very emotional. Holy moly. Yes, tonight was crazy. I'm Carissa Blades. You can find me on all social media at Carissa Blades. Do it. I want to chat with you guys. Yes. And I'm, as you know, Stefan Lovegrove. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove, as so many of you do. Um, and I just want to say thank you to you guys for a moment because our audience has grown every week, our live chat has grown every week, our comments have grown every week. So thank you for sharing, thank you for subscribing on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. We really appreciate you guys getting involved. The live chat is already going crazy tonight, mm. so I'm going to do my best as we go through these topics um, to let you all weigh in because this really is your show. Um, Episode overall, before we start with the opener, first of all, we have to admit to you guys, double elimination stress has gotten to us. Yes. It is not water or coffee in our mugs, and it we'll do a cheers, cheers to cheers. Mikey for surviving. Yes. Um, and we're drinking Prosecco tonight. So drinking in solidarity. Yes, that's how much anxiety we've had. It was a sad. stressful afternoon. We were all at the live taping. We're ready to talk. So what do you, thoughts on the episode overall, you guys? Overall, wow. Okay, I have to say first and foremost, I wasn't crazy overall with the uh, music choices. I mean, I think that the energy and the actual boys, first of all, I have to say they are incredible. Every single boy belong there, and I think that independent of the show has a real chance of an opportunity outside of that. So I think that goes without saying. I'm really proud of them. I feel like a proud little mama. Yes. But do you agree? Yes, I also, um, I was saying this earlier, but I, weirdly this week, I think the boys, since they knew there was the double elimination and there was that extra added pressure, I feel like their performances were not as tight as they were last week hmm. because they were feeling the pressure so much. You and think like competition? Yes, I think like as the competition. Like com com competing with each other is what I mean. Competing with each other since they all care about each other so much now and also just they've been working so hard, putting in so much effort, those 14-hour days. I think last week, all of the performances, those groups seemed more like groups ready to go out yeah. than this week. And maybe that had something to do with they didn't feel connected to the songs. I don't know. Well, I do think when there's a group that's safe... They have something in the positive to work towards, Agreed. right? And so they can all come together as a team. We've talked about before, when you know someone's going home, it's hard not to get yeah. in your head because you want to be a brotherhood and you need chemistry in your group, but it's hard not to get in your head about, I don't want to be on the bottom. Or am I going to be the weakest link? Right. And wondering about that. And so, I, you know, I think everybody that we've heard from so far, let us know in the live chat. 
if you have a different opinion, but everybody that we've heard from so far has said the songs weren't their favorite. I mean, compared to Living on a Prayer and True Colors. These are classics. So we didn't like the songs as well. It's definitely getting more emotional and definitely getting more stressful. Um, You guys at home are saying you had to drink, you got stressed (laughs) with the double elimination. So we're going to get to the eliminations. Let's start with the opener. I could not believe that on this show that has been advertised on Disney Channel, they, they named Fifty Shades of Grey. What did you guys think of Earned It? I actually, well, I thought it was great. I thought they were like, you know, little men out there. Um, But I have to say there was also something, and I mean this in the best way possible, I think, something a little Chippendale-esque about it. Um, but I also, I mean, I know that sounds a little creepy because, <laughs> like, you just know to what clarify, I mean. the Vegas Chippendales, not the chipmunks that you meet at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Um, I also thought it was really cool the opening, how Michael Connor had a violin. I think that was really awesome, really yeah. touching. Um, and then I have to say that I thought Mikey's dance moves in it were really good. And being at the live show versus watching the taped performance of it, you couldn't really see that. That's one of the cool things about seeing it about seeing it live. It's hard to explain, but just the energy of the crowd, something about being there and experiencing it with them. You get to feel what it would be like if they were a boy band and you were an actual fan as opposed to watching it on TV. And Earned It was the moment this week, like Living on a Prayer last week, that felt concert-esque. Yes, it felt like... That I was like, this could be at the Staples Center that I would pay to go see this. If they came over to us and were like, hey, I'd like $12 from you and you and you, we all would have been like, oh, okay, at that point, you know, where you're just like, oh, that felt like uh, a real performance. The two boys um, who stuck out for me in Earned It were Sergio and Marcus. I just put down that they both shine to me. And I had a completely different list. Really? Tell me you about Sergio and, and Marcus. I had Sergio. I didn't have. I didn't have Marcus. I just. I was just watching them. They just seemed like they were connecting with the audience, and I always look for like what I would call like a, the twinkle in the eye. And I just felt like they both had that. The first, the the like, first time we were watching it in the rehearsal, it was Sergio, and then the second time it was, it was Marcus for me. I was just like, oh, he's really shining. Um, in the opener. It's just so obvious what a crowd favorite chance is. Like every time, oh, I was, like yeah. the girls just hold their breath when he comes out and then swoon and scream. And he's and a favorite at home too. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. But he's also the guy that's always in this, the front and center, meaning that all the guys are sort of around him. I feel like even when he sings. But I did notice that as well. For the and opening. then the one thing that I thought was very weird that I could tell from the opener is I just thought something was up with. Andrew Butcher, I told you guys, I was like, he looks like he's in a daze to me. I don't know. He looked either not, like, physically tired, but, like, emotionally drained or something. Like, he just... So He looked rem- like he was going through the motions to me. What it reminded me of is the week that Miles went home. And I, I'm scared to say this because people in live chat have opinions. Some I know a lot of you love Miles. But the week Miles went home, I felt like the fun had ended for him on the show before that episode. Like, that particular episode, if you watch the footage back, it doesn't look like he's having fun. I thought the same thing about Andrew Butcher. There weren't a lot of smiles. There weren't a lot of relaxed moments for him tonight. Maybe he was just scared. And, like, I'll give it to him. Like, think about the the song choice, right? I mean, even though vocally he can do it. Well, it's supposed to be sexy, and I don't think that's his element. Yeah, it's not that he's not attractive. There's just, like, not that, like, the same thing that, like, some of the other guys have. I think he's new to the dynamic of trying to be a ladies' man. 
And I think some of the other guys have been playing that role in their own lives. Yeah, I for think a his charm while. is different. I think his sex appeal is different than you know than what's in this song. So that he's could have been a, a part minor. Of it. I just want to throw that out there. No, yeah, so no, no, no. In terms I don't mean it like appeal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I no. I don't mean it like in a creepy way. I'm just talking about if we're looking like at it in physical, terms of a boy that's element, band. That's of course sure. the element that they're looking for when making a group. Is it's like will they have? you know, sex appeal to a wide audience of people who are going to be watching them sing about love. I mean, it has to be an element no matter what age people are going to think about that, if they're going to sing love ballads eventually. I mean, that's what boy bands sing, you know? What did you all... Okay, I have to ask, what did you all think about Mikey in Earned It? Because I thought he sounded great. I did too. I had him as one of my favorites. Which, okay, this is interesting. We've talked about before... The judges, or I keep saying the judges, you know who I mean. The (laughs) architects, who are judges, but anyway, the architects don't obviously make their decision based on the opener, but Mm -hmm. America watches the opener, and I think maybe that's why, I, I know this is a little premature of a topic, but... Maybe that's why America was so shocked. Many of you said that you were completely shocked when Mikey ended up in the bottom. And I think part of the reason I was is because he, he was so good yeah. In, yeah, in that opener. That's a good point, actually. And like I said, his dance moves, his voice, everything sounded spot on. I mean, we can go if you want to. I mean, look, that first group in and of itself, it's all they're all strong, strong singers. Like, vocally. It was sort of like picking the lesser of an evil, right? Yes. Like, I mean, who did... I think that initially, you know, being at the, the taping, I thought Marcus was... If I had to choose somebody, Marcus, to me... And I did like Marcus better in the opener, to be honest with you, than in the performance. Agreed. So, can we just make a quick note? We we need to move on to how far I'll go. But, what did you all at home think of that Breakfast Club segment? Because we made the observation... (laughs) Our, like, the VIP and parents and guests of the show section loved it. Laughing But we thought most of the fans on the floor may not have gotten the Breakfast Club reference. We thought it was adorable. Um, I did like you guys crickets. get it? Did you appreciate it? You felt like there was complete crickets in there? Yeah, like in the front, they just didn't know yeah. really what was happening. Everyone in our section was definitely laughing, but then they're, they're watching the architects run away, and I don't think that they got right away that that was the breakfast club or that they were playing other people like I'm not sure if they knew I, I swear like I don't know if they knew right. what that was I think it kind of felt like a, we don't really get it like yeah. this is a bit but we don't understand what's going on right now I thought it was an interesting choice for them I love the idea of their playfulness I think they just could have maybe I don't know done something from something that was a little more relevant to the target audience now I okay I do want to say this it made me so happy. And this was a complete shock. We did not know. I mean, I'm sure Rita knew. We did not know that Tim Davis was going to be on live television. We love him. a part of this episode. Clearly, we love Tim at After love Buzz. Him. So many of you have requested that Tim come back on the show. We would love He's for amazing. that to happen one more time at least, hopefully Please this season. Please come back, Tim. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I had to bring this up. This is a little off topic, but I feel like you guys will have opinions on this. So someone on Twitter said, AB right now is working on casting Idol and somebody tweeted at me and said why can't we have Tim Davis on Idol and wouldn't it be great to have Tim as a judge on Idol so after Buzz loves Tim we all love Tim I would just love for us to all get on Twitter and Instagram and I'm just going to make up a hashtag because it's the boy band after show and we're drinking so hashtag (laughs) Tim on Idol if you want to tag his username 
loudmouth munch, much, not munch, M-U-C-H, much. And this is my personal campaign and our personal campaign to get Tim on Idol because literally I will only watch the show for Tim. Well, not only that, but I feel like his feedback, obviously he's a vocal, you know, he's a vocal producer on here, but he's a vocal coach. His, Mm -hmm. um, the actual critiques that he gives is going to be really insightful and help them grow into be better artists. I think he would be amazing. I support it. And the live chat, literally, we're getting in all caps. I love Tim. Tim <laughs> Davis, heart, heart, heart. Yes, oh. Tim, yes. So, guys, yes. Twitter and Instagram, Tim on Idol. I promise you the producers pay attention, so make your voice heard. Okay, let's get into the performances. The first group we had was All In. Sergio, Mikey, Chance, Brady, and Marcus singing How Far I'll Go. Uh, Those of you in the live chat are pointing out what is probably obvious to many of you, but we should acknowledge. Obviously, ABC is owned by Disney. Get that Moana promo. We we know. Got it. So, we're going to acknowledge all of you who are like, they had to plug Moana. Yes, they did. But, how do we feel about this performance? What did you guys think? Well, I thought it was interesting that all of the boys, you know, after talking to them and interviewing them, they were all really excited about this song. Yeah. So, that's interesting, because I was not excited, but they all really were, so I think that was cool. I think, for me, one of the biggest takeaways from this was Sergio. I think that in, like, you know, we talked about in the past episodes that he was kind of, you know, coasting by. We needed something more from him. And this episode, I really, he's, like, he really stood out for me. And I thought he was really fabulous. And the little Bruno Mars came back out. I feel like that's why people have such high expectations for him is because they associate him with Bruno (laughs) Mars. And I've literally never met a Bruno Mars hater in my life. Everyone likes him. Rock star. Everyone in all genre music love him. And he's earned that. So I think Sergio has a lot to live up to just because of the way that he looks. And definitely, I wrote, like, Twinkle in the Eye, great performance tonight. Also, the boys, when we were interviewing them backstage, were all just, they, each one of them basically said individually, this song is so, is in such a higher pitch Mm. register. So they were all just coming from that place, which was different than the, than the other songs Even tonight. Brady, who said, yeah. this is really in my wheelhouse with a musical theater background. Even he said, this is a really mm-hmm. high song. Yeah. And, it, well, it was also funny, too, because he was saying the style of that song, since he has, like, that show tune background, he was saying, oh, this is what's in my wheelhouse. And it's funny, because <laughs> we've always said about Brady that they're always giving him the parts of the song that, that work for him. So I just thought it was funny that he was like, oh, this is finally what's in the wheelhouse for me because we've been feeling like it was he already seems for him. in his elements. Yeah, he yes. Every week. Right. Well, and I do want to say um, on that, lots of people in the comments once again are saying we want to see Brady do something other than a ballad. We will tell you at the end of tonight's show what next week's songs are going to be, though we don't know who's doing what yet. We can't reveal that, but we can tell you the songs. Um, but I did think this was very Brady. It's true more than ever. Um, I actually have to make an update. So last week I said, I'm waiting for Sergio to click. Like, Mm -hmm. for me to feel like he found, not just the, like, on the surface, oh, we gave him a Spanish verse. But, like, who is he as a performer? What is his style? What is his persona? And I have to give an update this week and say, Sergio gave me exactly what I was looking for. Um, One of my favorite moments of the night. Just one of my favorite, like, improvements I felt okay. um I also thought and I 
I've always liked Chance. I thought Chance sounded better than ever. Especially, okay, let me admit, you guys, it's hard to hear Chance in that studio. Because they're so right. loud. So, loud. It's, so crazy. it's not that I dislike Chance, but when I'm there, I'm like, I don't know if he sounds good or not. I cannot Over hear. Over the girl's screen. It's like streets. a beaver concert. Well, they sent um, him, um, did you see in the beginning, side note, that some girl gave him a t-shirt that said, will you give me a chance? Yeah. So cute. Uh, the merchandise is already there. And the Devin sleeping bag's already being requested, thanks to Suzanne last week. Um, so anyway, I thought Chance sounded better than ever when I listened to the TV mix. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, my my comment here, I'm so confused about Nick's sing like a man thing. That doesn't make sense to me, particularly with a song that's so high. What did you guys think? Well, not only that, it's a Disney song. Like, it just seems like and a their really... their voice. Yes. Yeah. It just seems like overall, like, really strange feedback with this particular song. Well, and they song. didn't even... in. Uh, in Sergio's part when he was over, like, in the audience, they didn't even change. He sang Daughter. So I feel like the boys were all fully aware that it's a song that's written for a woman. But Do you know what I mean? Right. I, it's it's that, the it, pop version they were covering is Alicia Cara. It is a very feminine song, literally. Well, not only yeah. that, but they said that to Chance. And I feel like, A, he is, I think, very masculine. It has the most masculine energy, energy out of, of all of them, of I would greed. say. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I disagreed with the with the feedback. I just think it's bizarre because the next performance that we're going to get into, for example, is a super, like, Aerosmith. And the, the vocal styling yeah, like it, of it. Very masculine song, if we're going to label that, right? Just, I don't know, to make a Moana, like, Moana is what you watch with your one-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Like to say Mo- be manly with Moana, I don't like understand. Like, Chance's, like, daughter was there. What's he supposed Brooklyn to do? Brooklyn was there, I know. That moment was so, so cute. Yes. It was, was amazing. But at that moment, like, yeah, he was like, I mean, I'm sure that meant a lot to him and to sing, like, a song that his daughter loves. I know. Like, I don't know. It just seems like, again, really strange feedback, especially for the song. I have a feeling that um, come October that uh, maybe Brooklyn will be dressed up as a little Moana after (laughs) this performance. Well, and she already (laughs) loved Moana. So what a perfect week for her to come visit. Um, Everybody in the live chat, and by the way, we read your comments throughout the week. So if you're watching this or listening to this on the podcast, keep commenting, keep tweeting. Um, But everybody currently is agreeing Chance carried the performance, Chance was the best. Um, What did you think about... Mikey being so every one of these groups had someone in the bottom obviously going along with the double elimination what did we think of Mikey being the person up for elimination since the girls were screaming so loud during it you know like we were watching it back and hearing everything Marcus cracked twice which I didn't hear when we were watching it live and we I heard like, once not twice right but then when we were watching it back I was we both looked at each yeah, other yeah we both we looked like, at each other and like oh cause we didn't hear that and I I do understand with Mikey more in in a in terms of like his performance and being present and and connected. But I do think if it was just just based on vocals alone, I do actually think Marcus's performance wasn't as good as Mikey's. I agree. But he did obviously he 
slayed last week, so I'm sure that Agreed. is still in there well, in everyone's that, brains. So, but I thought I agree with you, and again, I think that everything we're saying now we have to be nitpicky because we're at the end. Um, but like in watching it live, I didn't think. I mean, again, it was difficult to choose, but I wouldn't have chosen Mikey to be in the bottom. Well, and I do think this brings up a good point of how much are we factoring in your full track record of past performances? Because the truth is, we're at a point where everybody is great. Of course. Like, if it, it was just a couple weeks ago that Cam's voice cracked, but we kind of had an understanding of that's not enough to automatically send him home mm-hmm. because he's solid and there's other weaker people. Now, everybody's a really strong contender. So, I do think one bad night can really be the, it, it is. Be the thing that breaker. sends you home. Um, but I do wonder with Marcus if he got a little sympathy just because he's killed it consistently. Yeah. Um, and they've already admitted that they don't know about Mikey. Well, not only that, but I think it was Emma that said to Marcus not to get comfortable I don't think it was comfortable. I think it's nerves. I don't think anybody is like, I think at this stage of the game, people are... Because of the double elimination and also someone from every single group had to come, it would be different if it was just three random guys who did the worst. Yeah. But they have to put someone on the chopping block from each group. And it just, it does change. don't you think if, I know they may not have decided yet, but don't you think if they're going to put Mikey up for elimination... This would, for me, I don't know. I mean, Mikey can tell us whatever on social media. But to me, if you give me nothing negative of what I did wrong or what I could have done better, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they gave Mikey anything. Um, I would be disoriented if suddenly I'm on the bottom. Yeah. And, and uh, Honestly, we- I expected Brady, not because he did bad. I thought Brady killed it, but because Brady is the only one that they even like hinted a critique at so yeah. I, I would have just been thrown off if I was Mikey ultimately it was a strong for a song that we didn't love and many of you did not love the selection and Mikey, um, Mikey did say to us afterwards that he actually was was genuinely shocked and not in a right. hockey way he just you know after the critiques you know, yeah. he he was shocked, and and I and understandably so. And the crowd was shocked. I mean, you heard everyone scream when yeah. they said his name. It was just like, but it was sweet how he followed it up and said, "But then there's things I need to obviously work on to get better." Yeah, and I think, and it, he was just like, "That's that's really hard to hear." But we're, you know, everyone's in that mode already right now, which is totally true. It's like you can't. There is no room for error at this point. The boys are too good. And. Again, it's weird to me to be saying this because it wasn't my favorite song choice. But when when you watch the performance, they did all come out so strong. Ultimately, they have to choose someone. And that is going to be the reality going forward. I mean, I was telling them beforehand, let's move on to Undivided. I was telling them beforehand, this group, if they all kill it... It's going to be mm-hmm. hard. This is yeah. a group with a lot of strong singers. And so, the tr- you know, we are getting to that point in the competition. So Undivided is Jaden, Devin, Drew, and... Um, Andrew Butcher. Andrew Butcher. I wrote Devin twice, and anyway, I messed it up on my notes <laughs> for this week. Uh, singing Aerosmith, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, from Armageddon. Um and, okay, let's talk about Andrew Butcher. Obviously, we're not at the elimination yet, but every group has someone up, you know, up for elimination. I gotta say, the thing, as Nick pointed out, the thing that has been carrying him through this competition so far is the voice. And I disagree with Nick in that Nick's complaint is, 
I still am missing some other element. I thought Nick was about to say, where was the voice tonight? It mm-hmm. wasn't up to, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't, actually, it might have been the worst of the three performances. It might have been my, my least favorite voice of the night, but it wasn't up to his normal standards. Agreed. What did you guys think of the of Butcher, of the performance as a whole? I See, I agree with you. I think normally, like, I remember when we saw the list and the songs, and I was like, oh, he's going to kill that. This is so in his That's wheelhouse. exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, this is, he is going to shine. It might even carry him through next week. Yep. Is what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he's going to shine and he'll Agreed. he'll stick around. Like in advance going into it. Yes. Yeah. And then because watching, Aerosmith. Yeah. And yeah. then watching it, I was just, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it was nerves or, I mean, he had to hit some high, th- like some high notes. I don't know. I just, overall, it made me sad to see it. But again, I think that he has a career and I'm going to stand by what I say in country music. I think that that's sort of like... Well, we've known that from the beginning yeah. with Andrew Butcher. I don't think anyone's disputed. Even the guys, and by the way, the guys are super kind about oh. their other, like their fellow oh, boy band brothers, about the eliminated contestants. So everybody we talk to is super kind about that. And they all said, you know, Andrew Butcher and Cam both have great things ahead of them. I, I don't know, you guys. This This for me is an example of... An off night was enough to send You're him right. home. Absolutely. And also a lack of improvement on the specific things they asked for. They wanted him to be loose. They wanted him to, to be more fluid with the movements and all these things. And I, I don't think it was improving. Maybe not getting worse. I but- also wonder if he was just like maybe, at, although for us, it just we're like, oh, that's his wheelhouse. He's so great. It's so fine. I do feel like they he also had the hardest parts of the song. Yeah, So right. he might have actually been more nervous than people knew, you know what I mean? Because he wasn't showing that. Although, Jaden had some... Uh, I mean, that was really, I think that that's... We looked at each other during the performance uh, live, and we were both like, oh! Like, twice, while... Oh, my God. Jaden just... He killed it tonight. He was so present. It was... From everything... Now, okay, I have a question here, though. Because Nick made it sound... Or was it Timbaland? One of them made a comment that made it sound like Jaden has reached a peak... Like, man, he really found it. This is the night. This is the best ever. And I wrote growth, question mark, not because I thought it was bad. I just thought Jaden shined as he consistently always does. I didn't think this was exceptionally different for him. What did you think? I don't know. I I agree with you. However, I think in this particular moment, in this particular group, it almost felt like he was the lead of the group and everybody else kind of like supported him. I agree. Which I felt like that last week, too. I guess you're kind of right. This that week, continues this to week. happen with him. But he's so, regardless of what happens, I know we keep saying that everybody has like something outside of this, but I really, and again, I feel weird saying this because he's so young, but I think that he will be singing like R&B love ballads. He yes. is so good. He was so on tonight. Just And I feel like the reason, maybe one of the reasons you were saying like he felt like the lead singer of the band is just like, even just watching his body language, like he was so into the yeah. song that when you could just see, I just everything. I was just like, he slayed. I was like, he's the Beyonce of the group tonight. I just yes. everything. He was on, on, on. And I would also even say he was on in, in the interview with us. Him talking to us about <sighs> positivity. He's and just, always oh on. My God, he no. just seems so mature and wonderful, and just speak. I mean, that's one of the hardest things for us, you guys. We have to critique them, but we also get to talk to them as humans afterwards and ask them I questions know. and stuff. And aside from us critiquing them. We care about them personally, and they're young, and they're they're great boys. And but it, 
just speaking to him, he sounds like talking to a man who is ready to handle a business right. where there are a bunch of fans screaming, all of this stuff. I grounded. Just, grounded. He can handle the pressure, and I, I would feel confident to put him in a band that would be traveling around on tour. He seems like he has it. You're right. So I want to I want to pause our like individual critiques to address something and get you guys' thoughts. So a lot of people in the comments are saying I think they paired up these groups purposefully to cause certain results. And guys, we love reality TV and competition shows, so we're not idiots. We like, talked about that all week. Yeah. What do you think our group text consists of? You should see it. It gets crazy. But my point is we talked about that all week. What's interesting to me is Honestly, looking at this four, if we were going to say, well, who did they create this pairing on double eliminations week to get rid of? My Mm. point is, I would not have guessed Butcher. Because again, we went into it thinking, it's Aerosmith, Butcher's going to kill it. We were not thinking they would create this group to get... I Honestly, I thought Devin has been working on his vocals every week. They put him in the hardest group yes. vocally. Yes. And so I thought, Devin doesn't have to have a bad night to be surpassed vocally by these three. That was my concern. You're right. Yes. So, Naja, Kaylee, all of you in the live <laughs> chat who are commenting on this, let me know what you think because... I think that sometimes they think one thing's going to happen. Honestly, I think they thought Michael Connor was going to go home in Despacito. Yeah, I think yeah. they thought we're going to put the rapper in the group singing in Spanish and dancing and he's going to go home. <laughs> but if the person delivers, it messes it up. And so I honestly, you know, and I got to say, I wrote down in my notes, don't sleep on Devin becoming a vocalist because he, just like I said, it was Chance's best night yet. This was Devin's best night yet. I thought he sounded great. I was very proud of that performance I- for I totally agree with you. I thought he sounded really good. What did you think of Devin? What did you think of Drew while we close out this group? I thought Drew was solid. I didn't think that he was uh, necessarily like the star or like the weakest link. I thought he was just solid. I do too. He yeah, but he did have he does have that element of this week. I did write that he impressed me tonight. Um, But I. He has that quality, and I always talk about this because I think it's important, but his voice would be gelling with any... Like, even if he isn't shining perfectly, he's one of those people where he sounds great live, and he also sounds great when they're playing him back. His voice is good. It harmonizes with a lot of people. That's important. That's something that I was talking about in the last Dream of You when they were doing the dual harmonies on both sides of the stage. I thought was a really cool moment. And they sounded amazing. Like, out of all of everything that happened the entire night, that's when I thought the voices were sounding the best. And I, I was like, I wish that would their whole song would have felt like that. And I feel like if... I don't know where Andrew Busher's oomph was tonight, but I feel like if he had been on the that whole group, right. the whole, uh, like, a high tide raises all ships, I just feel like if he would have been on, they would have... The, it would have been hard for the judges to even pick somebody to go home because it would have made everyone sound so much better. Mm-hmm. What's funny is people are saying Drew blended in, Drew blended in, and yet I do think it goes to Drew's credit that he blends 
Not in terms of disappears into the background, I but agree. that he, he blends, blends with voice. every pairing. Yes, exactly. That's a talent in and of itself and important in terms for a boy of being band. in a boy band. Yeah, right. of course. Okay, so that's Undivided. Our last group is Leveled, which is Cam, Andrew Bloom, Jay Hype, and Michael Connor singing See You Again. What did we think of Leveled's performance? Well, I'm super excited to have seen Michael Connor and Jay Hype together. I feel like the Which fact that... Which you guys like, have been waiting for. Yeah. A thousand percent. And I think that there's been so much talk of it has to be one or the other. And I think that, you know, we were having this conversation that they both offer so much and that would make them unique to any band around. And I also think that Jay Hype, I have to say, his voice sounded really, really good tonight. And, like, honestly, that group, I, like, he really touched me. And even, like, afterwards, just how, like, emotional he was over the fact that Cam went home. Can we and say in terms of people that maybe the producers thought one thing, but it's now a surprise, I don't think it's out of the question that J-Hype and Michael Connor end up in the band. And I say this as someone that week one, because of the way they pigeonholed them and presented them, I thought they're going to make it be one or the other. I think they're both presenting themselves as serious contenders that I at least want in the top eight and can Agreed. see in the top five. What do you guys think? I, I totally agree. I, The two of them could be their own cool... They, they could be their own cool duo that just makes... All they need is each other, and they they don't need any instruments. And he can play instruments. They're just so Agreed. versatile, just the two of them together, adding in other people like Jaden, who can... I mean, I just think having them together... J-Hype really impressed me this week. I also just think he's a great person. He is 14 years old. I cannot even explain what I was like when I was 14, but not on the level of... (laughs) Not that. Not that. Not that. He's so talented, grounded, wonderful, and mature. Like, if there... If somebody would ask me if a 14-year-old was ready to be in a boy band, I would, of course, be like, are you kidding me? But then when you meet him... He seems like one of the older boys. Every time we interview him, I just feel like he's very mature. Um, yeah, I would I would second that. And he he impressed his voice did impress me. I was rooting for him, I know, but yeah. also secretly thinking he might be in the bottom again. And I didn't even want to put that out into the universe. But we have a group chat, and we all talk about the things. Well, so. okay, and he so proved himself. Though. Case in point, again, who is being set up to fail? is it, that's hard to predict, and I don't think who you would guess is always who ends up being in the bottom. So, okay, so J-Hype and Michael Connor, obviously they both shine. That shot with oh, the two yeah, of them in it was golden. Honestly, now I gotta say, I have been back and forth about Andrew Bloom. You all know this. I originally was a fan, and he was my runner-up for top five, and then I've been all over the place. I gotta say, I thought this was Chance's best night. I thought this was Devin's best night. I thought Wait, this Sergio's. was Andrew Bloom's Did best you say night. Devin's best night? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, but I thought it was Andrew Bloom's best night. And, Agreed. Which is exciting. It's exciting to see how many people are on a track of improvement. I thought Andrew Bloom sounded great on this song. Honestly... And it's not because I dislike Cam, but honestly, this was the clearest to me. I agree. About who should be in the bottom. Because the very first time Cam came in on that song, I was expecting him to to carry it up high. Like, if you go back and listen to the performance of See You Again, I was expecting him to take the part up high and sound amazing. And then he did a low part, 
which was okay, but it didn't it didn't shine and it sounded off to me. And every time he came in, I was just like, this doesn't sound like the ideal part. I don't know. Okay. And, and that could be partly the arrangement and maybe that wasn't his choice, but... To me, he was the only thing that seemed off about the it arrangement. Seem, as as much as I love Cam, I hate to say like, that. Like Andrew Bloom, everything like was in a yeah was in a higher register and just vocally so pretty that then when they would cut to Cam, like, I also just thought in the recording when we were, when we were watching it live, I couldn't tell as much, but in watching the recording, I was just like, yes, Cam, unfortunately, is struggling, and I. I've always actually really just liked him because I thought he had great stage presence, but I also didn't see any of that from him tonight, and I would have been more shocked about it if I we had seen some of his personality on stage. Agreed, and the judges gave him that feedback that they need to feel like at this stage that they've gotten to know him. Yeah. Well, that's know. okay, and so many people in the live chat are saying, Jay hypes not a singer, Jay hype is not the best vocally, but here's the thing, you guys. Don't you love to watch J-Hype? Yeah. Besides the fact that he's getting better and he's working hard, which I always give him credit for, we want to watch him. The other week, Lindsay was like, he didn't even sound good to me, and I didn't care because he has this superstar quality, which honestly is part of being a boy band. This isn't the voice. And so I think Cam did not have that X factor tonight. And I do think that at this point, I, I guess, like, again, he, I know I keep saying this, but, like, even one of the judges said he sounds a lot like John Legend. Yeah. And I think that I what mean, an amazing compliment. his voice is amazing. I just think that for him, it's also, I agree with the feedback, maybe find the things that really inspire you, the kind of music and the kind of artist and the kind of, like, you know, how you see yourself and the vision of your career. Because this doesn't have to be the end, but I agree with the judges is I don't feel like I've gotten to know him any better at this stage. And I feel like... Me. I think one of the reasons they think that is because a lot of boys were emotionally connecting. That this is what I'm talking about. How the strong the performances were last week. There was a lot of emotional connecting last week, and he was one of the people who didn't do that. So him not being present again tonight was like a double. Well, whammy that's my thing. If the, they, whether or not you like the critique or agree with the critique, if they tell you something specific to yes. work on, you better come back with that thing the mm-hmm. next week. And that's why I feel for Mikey is what does he have? And also, I, I know we're going back, but I just want to say this because. Obviously, we love Brady on this panel consistently. And I they told Brady we need to see, like, stop being the perfection and we need to see. I got to say, we saw a new side of Brady in that opener. Did you guys notice that? Because I thought in Earned It, we saw a different side of Brady that we haven't seen yet. A little edgier, yet. a little like, like Right, said, and like- again, give him a different song. I know the architects aren't choosing the songs, but again, give him a different song if you want to see a different side of him. You're not going to see something. This is what my issue was. They literally assigned him the role of the young one. Yeah. Right? So, like, they told Sergio, you're the Latin lover, and he delivered, and I loved it. But if you're going to tell Brady he's the young one, of course he's going to show up this way. I don't know. What did you guys think? That's actually a really good note. I feel like, because, again, they are like, what are you in the group? Right? And if he is that, then let him be that. But also the thing is, is in a group setting, they're going to give him the ballads because he can handle that. So that it does make sense when you're singing in a group. You, you like, you, um, I guess, go to people's strengths versus yeah. their weaknesses. So and, why wouldn't they give that to him? And that's, like, what you guys were talking about with the... The consistent, if when they give you the one nugget of something that you have to work on, that you have to show that you're improving. And it's like, you know, 
Devin did that and J-Hype did that, so they got to stay even if they're not as great of vocalists. And also, again, J-Hype is 14. If he spent a year learning how to be harmonized... Imagine with the progression, even just from last week, if he could carry that on for a right. year. So that's that's my point is like Andrew Butcher and, and Cam are way ahead of where J-Hype is vocally. And he knows that. The guys mm-hmm. on the show are self-aware. But week after week after week, the same note isn't enough to move Andrew Butcher forward. And the notes aren't bringing out the fire and the passion and what they asked for to see in Cam necessarily. So my point is, J-Hype could stay on this trajectory of growing and improving, and where would he be three months from now? Whereas with Andrew Butcher, I don't know that I see evidence that three months from now, he will have be anywhere be different the on their notes. the dancer in the group and the... Well, yeah. I think also for Cam, I think what happened was is he got in his head ever since he cracked. And I don't think he ever fully recovered from that. And I think maybe mm. that's like what you Do you, you think that saying. will happen to Marcus? Marcus did seem off to me backstage compared okay, to too. normal. Me Agreed. too. I, I hope, hope not. I hope it doesn't get to him. And I hope it doesn't get to Mikey. Marcus yeah. and think that he could be top five material. Agreed. Ugh. I don't think it's going to get to Mikey because I think Mikey's been in the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I think that he's been in the bottom before. I think he's gotten over that. But I think that's why Cam didn't make, maybe like you were saying with the voice, and that's why maybe he was a little lower, maybe he didn't go higher because he was afraid. Well, and I I will say, I don't think Cam was set up to fail. My guess, I have no proof of this, my guess is I think they wanted him to sing it up high, and he could have shined. Yeah. So I don't think that that was sabotage. So let's talk about, what did we think of the three that were up for elimination? What did we think of the result? Like, let me have it. Tell me in the chat. Well, I definitely felt like watching it live, I have very different reactions. Agreed. But when you can hear the sound mixes and everything when you're watching, I'm like, these do make, all of this makes sense to me. Andrew Butcher, like I said from the very beginning, I said to both of them, I was like, what is up with him? And he seems he, off. He seems off and, and he just um, kept declining. But I also, it's weird, like, I'm sure obviously they're, their crush, and we all almost started crying when we were seeing, like, Butcher's mother being so upset. Oh. It, but both of those boys, like, they're just such great singers, and they're so yeah. young. Dope stuff is going to happen for them, so I don't feel... They're not people on our list of, if they don't get a spot in the okay. band, it's over for them. I mean, and comparing someone's voice to John Legend is high praise. I mean... I, high what, praise. What... Yeah, what could be better than... You know what? You really have that... That, <laughs> that John, John Legend <laughs> quality. Yeah, it, it, that sound. It's like, yes, that's true. And Cam is ready if when he's not in this forced, awful environment that the boys are, are in, doing this grueling, all of this stuff, for them to prove themselves. Him in his sound booth, I mean, yeah, he could, he's already good enough. I would buy enough. the record I, yeah. in that category. Yes, and... As a solo artist, or he also has an amazing voice that could blend with other stuff. Like, he could easily be in a loop group right now doing backup vocals for any big singer anywhere. And I would, Agreed. And he's so young. Like, if they were like, oh, we need a guy, but like, oh, yeah, he'd be perfect. So I'm not... Next... I just feel like I'm going to have a breakdown next week. Both of the like these, I understand, but... Starting next week, I'm just like, I really like everybody, and I actually... 
it, I will be very emotionally upset up it's until this point. Or maybe harder. they're just gonna like we were saying earlier. They're just gonna separate them into two groups, and though there's gonna be like, we would the just birth love of, there like, to be right? two bands, two boy bands, and then the eliminations come to an end. Um, are you guys surprised that Mikey was safe? I well, like. Well, I, first of all, like when Mikey was picked out to be in the bottom, there was like a <gasps> in the, the crowd. crowd was livid. You, I, those yeah. girls were like, no, no yeah, ah! not Mikey. Um, but yes, I thought he should have been saved. I I agree, and I agree talent wise. But can we just acknowledge? So people are acting like it's some big scandal. We all know it's going to be about who has the biggest fan base. It's a voting show. <laughs> like, I just want to remind everyone, some of these, con- and I'm just being on this, you know, not to be shady, but some of these contestants didn't really take social media seriously till like week three or week four or week five. This has always been announced as a voting show. So, yes, when it comes down to these three, Unfortunately, it is not The Voice. I don't know. Does The Voice have voting? I don't regularly watch it. But my point is, <laughs> my point is, it's a voting show. So, yes, Who's Mikey has more fans. Of course he's going to win. And that's not a scandal. That's like, yes. Reality. Yeah, that's so then like start the... following. Then start following and start promoting the people that you really love and support to help yeah, them get to Yeah, retweet them. Post pictures. Yeah, I mean, so... Yeah, to get their stuff out there. Like, I do feel like the ones who are better at social media are... Because in this day and age, you can make a one-on-one connection with a fan. And fans want and expect that kind of attention from from people. And if the boys are reaching out and doing that, and they've been doing that for more weeks, it's like... That's who's going to get higher well, votes. That's who's going to text People are in. addressing One Direction in the comments. Like, we know there are certain things that make a boy band fun to watch and follow. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Um, okay, I want to address this because there are a lot of people who have thoughts on this. And we noticed it. That Devin was smiling at the end <laughs> and ran out smiling. <laughs> when, this little hard when other people like... were not. Okay, I... I'm going to defend... I'm defending all kinds of people tonight. Yeah. I Never did I think I would be defending Chance and Andrew Bloom, and I don't know what's come over me. But, okay, but here's my thought on this. I really... Like I said, I'm being very honest here. Jaden, Devin, Andrew Butcher, and Drew. If I was Devin, I would have been very scared vocally about this week. You're right. And I thought he stepped up to the challenge and sang... And, guys, he was crying at the end of his performance like if you go back and watch it at least it was clear and we were sitting in our like back section he was very you know give him grace to have a personal moment of this was a big night for him vocally I think he was in his head about that should he have been bawling with I mean he was emotional backstage should he have been bawling with the other people on stage fine I guess if that proves something to you but I'm gonna let him have his moment I thought like I said Sergio gave me what I needed tonight I thought it was Chance's best night vocally I thought it was Devin's best night vocally I thought it was Andrew's best night so I'm gonna stand up for him and yes it was a, we noticed we did notice we noticed the smile but I think that it's fair I think he had a he was proud of himself tonight and I think that's earned. I think he should be proud of himself he earned it uh, he pun intended <laughs> yes he did no and and honestly like you said this was a big moment he was up against three really big 
are very strong people vocally. However, and I know he's young too, so you have to give kids like you know a little bit of a pass. But I just think going forward, then maybe there's a learning lesson in this, and to notice sure. the people around you, and if they're upset about something, or maybe that there's people that you know were a part of your family that went home, and that that might be difficult to sort of maybe have a little bit of. As someone said in the chat, he could read the feel of the room. He'll, yes, he'll yes. know for now. Well, he'll probably I, be paranoid now. Earlier, I actually called him tone deaf, and I didn't mean in in the sense of singing. I meant he did not feel the tone of the room. The tone of the room was everyone was very upset and somber and awful. And <laughs> Apparently, he, he apologized on Twitter and um, said he wanted to make no. everyone feel better. He wishes he wasn't such a goofball so he could really feel how others feel. Uh, the bottom line is people are giving him crap but for no, it, and we I, always participate I in the fan discussions of this show. I what you're saying, too, because it's like next week, Two people are going home. He could be going home. And so he should enjoy his moment. If And Jaden, Jaden, like, Jaden might make the right faces, but Jaden said the same thing of, you've got to stay positive and you've got to move forward. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if your best friend went home grieve, catch up with them after the show, you gotta move forward. But he also said he, like, what he believes is that's happened to them for a reason, and that, like, something greater is coming to them or for their purpose. Other opportunities which, yes, that are not which related is such to a beautiful thing and such, and a, such a wise a thing. Perspective to right? Have Especially at, at that age. Right. So, okay, so next week we have an announcement. We were told by ABC, and I don't even know how this is gonna work time-wise because we have four more episodes, but next week... Double elimination again. Uh, you heard yes. it here first. Unless they change it, we confirmed after taping wrapped with ABC, I there could be a double elimination a again next then. week. Full bottle for next week. <laughs> you um, guys. We do have to tell you, there is a new Instagram created by the moms oh, yeah. of yes. boy band. Carissa, please Cut tell us about press. this. Well, that, that was like our very last question we got to squeeze in with the boys after, and... The boys are so, their mothers are so supportive, wonderful, that, you know, we we have to sit with them. We get to uh, watch them emotionally go through this journey. But also, you know, the families, not just the mothers, everyone who's there, and also they have friends. But they're waiting for them while they're doing these, you know, these 14-hour days. They're young, and they have such great support systems. So the moms have this, the boy band mom (laughs) Instagram. And they've started posting all this stuff, and it's, it's like side by side pictures of their sons doing something, and then of them doing something. Videos, even. Yeah, you um, just need yeah, to check it out. The, so we're leaving you with at Moms of Boy Band to check out that Instagram and to join our campaign of hashtag Tim on Idol at Loudmouth Much. Um, I'll leave you with the spoilers, and then we'll tell them where they can find us on social media and continue the conversation. So here are the spoilers for next week. Next week is breakup week. There will be an appearance by Boys to Men, which Woo! very excited about. Older fans will appreciate the throwback. Um, and the songs next week will be oh, no. Without You, okay. David Guetta and Usher. Ooh. This one I'm very excited about. Kelly Clarkson, Since You've Been Gone. One of my favorites. Oh. And then Nick Jonas Jealous. So I do have to Ooh. say, I'm just gonna call it right now, none of these are really ballads. Yeah. So whichever right. one Brady ends up in, he's doing <laughs> modern pop and not a ballad. So there are your spoilers. Tell the people where they can find you online and we'll talk to you guys all week long. Super excited for next week. You can find me at Suzanne Quast on all social media. 
And I'm Carissa Blades. I look forward to talking to everybody on Twitter to hear what you guys want to, like, which is going to be your favorite song. I'm really excited for next week. <laughs> and I love talking to you guys all week long. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. And all my links online at americaslifecoach.us. That is it for us on After Buzz. Remember to share this video, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. And we will see you back here next week for more Boy Band Chat. Have a great week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 